You're listening to It's Not a Show with Tara Francisco and Rance Rizzuto. They're usually performers, but today they're just pals. And it's not a show. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi there! Hi there, No Show Nation. Hello, it's Tara. It's Tara. It's Rance. It's Rance. We're bo- we're oh. both we're both back, y'all. Hey, we took a little tiny uh, tiny week off because it was you know a vacation day, and we're we're as uh, as actor types. Um, <laughs> we don't typically follow a uh, you get paid holidays off or anything, and we we're trying to take time for ourselves when we want to take time for ourselves. Yeah, is this a thing that people do? It seems like we're kind of relearning how to work. We have the weirdest hours. I'm sure lots of you out there listening might too in some regard because there's all kinds of jobs and all kinds of paths but man we've had the strangest lives where we often work when people are taking their breaks yeah like hey it's the weekend we get the weekend off and that's when we're you know i'd say wednesday through sunday is like the hottest time for us to work on shows and stages and monday and tuesdays we often teach so we just had this like horrible habit going prior to shelter in place where we had no days off which was the worst uh many many in a row we had like one point where there were 80 days on and no days off at all so we've been trying to like you know i don't know like go on walks and see sunsets and drink some coffee and live our lives drive around we we try to there's we've got a drive we do every night we see a bunch of deer we saw 22 last night we saw 22 deer last night it's our record that's our record. You know what? We have, we have, uh, we live in the city, but it's just funny that there's so many deer around. Is that happening everywhere? Way in, uh, way in everyone. Cause I'm curious about that. If deer are just like sitting in your living room right now, yeah, <laughs> listening to this podcast, but it seems like deer are everywhere this year. Uh, and they have been definitely on our night drives and walks. We, we walk right by them every night. And it's a, a real joy. It's a real joy. But, some people don't like deer, but some people like, we are not those people. We have right. a, we have a mantra that we'll say to them every time that we see them. We say, we love you. You're beautiful. Don't trust us. <laughs> every time. We're so afraid. We're so afraid we're going to teach deer to like walk right up to us. And then some guy, some guy takes advantage of that. And yeah. these sweet little bamboos are just pouncing about in a field. And what have we done? What have we done? So yeah. we're always like, run. We're horrible. Bye. You're beautiful. Bye. Uh, hey, Tara. Bye. Yeah, what's up? We're also like I know this isn't a show, and we're we're talking about like the the not doing work, but also work wise. Tara and I are how do you say emeritus? No, uh, we're adjunct professors. We became we didn't take that much. <laughs> we're emeritus. <laughs> Good start. We are emeritus in general. Like we're just from everywhere and have been everywhere in the past. Uh, I think that we didn't take too much time off last week because we, we, in addition to teaching regular classes and stuff like that, we became adjunct professors for Ohio University, which is pretty cool. We're teaching through their theater program, their theater management program, their performance theater, and we also are doing a, a series with a nonprofit called Passion Works that helps uh, different neuro-learning artists uh, like commit to a lifetime of work in, in art in the field of art so it's pretty cool we have like a, a big series coming up with them 
and it's just been a really like fruitful unusual time right now so in addition to our regular performance and teaching stuff even though this is the time of very zoom heavy living we are now adjunct professors that instruct at a university in addition to all the other stuff we're doing so that's that's pretty cool it's pretty dope it's pretty dope y'all how are you all doing i mean i think we all know there's ups and downs so we'll take those little beams of light where they come that's We're really thrilled about it in general. So, hey. And even more so, we're thrilled to be back here chatting with you all after, um, I think the last time we t- we spoke was with, uh, was that with Michael Tonovitz? Yeah, that's. I think that's why we took the break, because he broke our brains with No Show Nation talk. So oh, man. It was so serious. I mean, he had so many strong opinions on episodes one through five. It's a great recap episode. If you haven't listened to one through five, you can go through them individually, or you can just hear Michael Tonovitz take uh, one hot take on each episode where he either fights us or agrees and falls in line. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it was such a funny episode that we took a little break there since it was a recap. So now we're here with two new hot tops in the yeah. debatable fields. Hey, if you're just joining us for the first time, Tara and I are going to be dealing with some debatables, questions that are uh, probably like esoteric in nature and Mm. uh probably open-ended as far as uh interpretation but we like to take these little things and just you know argue about things well you've got you've got if you've got energy going on in the universe why not get it out of your system with some silly things like which 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 is better ketchup or mustard or uh (laughs) which would you have a, a unicorn horn or a horse tail and if you're starting your journey here with us hey that's great it's probably going to be worth going back and checking out some things. Totally. Um, but but thank you for starting right here on good old episode 15. Woo! I mean, I'm excited to start. Are you excited to start with it? We have, we have two debatables today. Uh, so everyone just hold on to your butts and let's get going. Hold on to your butts. Debatable number. Hey, before that, though. Wait. Oh. Before that. Yeah. We've got a sponsor. Oh, so we're going to put in that sponsor ad right now. It's in Central Ohio. If you're in the Central Ohio area, you got to know about charcuterie. So here's their ad. We all know about charcuterie, but do we know about charcuterie.com? Charcuterie.com is the go-to source for your next event's deliciousness. Whether you select a grazing board or a portable grazing box, or you host a full table takeover for your gathering, your guests will be raving about the experience for days afterward. And guess what, Central Ohio? They deliver right to your party, event, or doorstep right here in Seabus. So you can do that right away. Additionally, they like it's not a show, so they gave us a code. If you go to sharecuterie.com and type in code INAS, again, that's code INAS for it's not a show, they'll give you $5 off a grazing board, grazing box, or a full table takeover until October 31st, 2020. Can you believe it? I can't. You should do it. They've been carried at the Nest Theater, as well as the Daily Growler and Noctera Brewing, and you're next. Sharecuterie, get on board. Oh, charcuterie is, it's, if you're, if you're in this area, you should try it out because it's, it's, it's like an exploding. insane combination of delicious meats, cheeses, fruits, and whatnots. And uh, whatnots are the best nuts. Well, I love whatnots. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Okay, great. So now that we've done that, it truly is delicious. And I kind of wish we had one now, but we got to get to this fight. I'm ready for the fight. Debatable number. What is it, Tara? 
Ramps, debatable number one comes to us from Doug Evans. Oh. And get this, CBUS, Columbus, Ohio. Whoa. In fact, both of our debatables today come from Columbus people, which is unusual. It's usually all over the place in the United States, but today we have a double CBUS episode. So, from Doug Evans. Yes. Very topical uh, question. Okay. On a three-day weekend, would you rather have the Friday off or the Monday off? Well, that's an interesting question because we were just talking about how we don't do that. So I'd rather have the Monday off. Friday already feels like a party. Like I can remember back to when I worked in an office and Friday was like, you know what? None of us are working. Yeah. We're all yeah, just yeah. here. We're dreaming about the weekend. We're all <laughs> planning. We're all planning ahead already. We're already in that state. And Monday is a hard harsh reality you know that's why garfield hates it <laughs> you feel the the pain of going back to the drudge uh on mondays and friday is pretty much a party at an office place or wherever you work so it's like more tolerable that's just me though i think it's funny that garfield's like your unit of measurement i think that's yeah. a really important part <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Garfield hates Mondays, so we'll start there. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's my launching point. I hope the next debatable is about pasta. Oh, man. Pasta, <laughs> lasagna. Uh, Goo. Uh, I think that we, I think we're in step brands because I, I definitely think that Monday is the day. You know why? Because, um, yeah, uh, definitely hinting toward what you just talked about of the, Friday already feels like you know it's coming. So there's like this sort of energy on Friday that's like three day weekend. Carol, can you believe it? Todd, can you believe it? It's like that you're already kind of in cahoots that you have this big weekend yeah. ahead. Uh, and there, it almost feels like a throwaway day when there's a, a Monday off. Yeah. Whereas I don't know that you'd, I think if you had the Friday off, you'd almost be tricked into being like, don't I have work today? Uh, because Thursday, and this is something we've experienced. I wonder if everyone listening has Thursday now feels like the new Friday, like, or, or at least like, a, it feels like a sneaky weekend day where yeah. people are still willing to go out on a Thursday night, even if they have work Friday. Um, as maybe that's because we perform so much in live theater and performances and stuff. People will definitely go out on Thursday night. They they almost feel like they're getting away with something on a Thursday night if they go out yeah. and then they go to work the next day. In my opinion, a Thursday night crowd is better than a Friday night crowd and a yes. Saturday night crowd is the best crowd. Yes. So it's like Thursday, Saturday, Friday would be my preference on days to perform. Yeah. When we were uh, in, in Chicago, the, we, we, we both performed together at a, a theater called comedy sports there. And that particular comedy sports had one show Thursday, two mm -hmm. shows Friday, two shows Saturday. And we, I, Dara, Tara and I were definitely both of the, I want to be available for the Thursday and Saturdays first. Yes. How weird is that? I, and it might be because people are like, that. you know what? I'm itching for the weekend. I'm going to go out Thursday. And maybe uh -huh. they stay out too long and then they have to get up and go to work on Friday. And then after they get done with work, they're tired because they didn't get enough sleep. They went out. For sure, for sure, this is one hundred percent true. And I, I, Rance and I weren't dating at that point or anything. We were just buddies back then. And I think that mm -hmm. it's interesting that we both uniquely felt that. 
because I think it's got to be like a universal weird performance truth. I would say where we live now, people are more willing to party on a Friday and they're not quite as tired, but there was something about living in like a major, major city where I think people sometimes buy their tickets in advance for like a Friday night show that they really would rather be home in Netflix that night and then like gear up for Saturday night. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it really reads like it really, you feel it from the stage when people are like ready to like, uh, I don't know. They just want to like party. They want to party harder on, fr- on Saturday nights or on Friday. They're just kind of like, they're coming off of work. They probably race to dinner to come see your show. Yeah. It just feels a little bit like more like it's rushed and they're, probably going to like drink themselves into oblivion after the show is over, but in a real like martini way of like blowing off the work, the work week. Yeah. So in my opinion, uh, that aggression is to kind of prove that I think Thursday night feels like, uh, we're like sneaking out. It feels like the sensation of like, Ooh, we snuck out in high school for this concert. It's like going out on a Thursday Mm -hmm. night and going to work the next day. So I say Monday is like a recoup day. And You get like boat. It's like a bonus day. Whereas Sunday, you probably already relaxed. For for us, like in a normal in a normal year, not twenty twenty, uh, like where Labor Day or Memorial Day would fall on a Monday, that's great too because you have like those Sunday cookouts or those Monday early like lunchy cookouts. Yeah. And like it's just the chillest day that you're like you're all together and just sort of, I don't know, reveling in the joy of being off. Yeah, but Friday feels like someone like you forgot to go. I I think like I think I'd be like, yeah. oh, I forgot to go in. Whoops. I also feel like, again, this is like assuming a standard Monday to Friday work schedule type person that if you're in that setting, that you fall into a rhythm of Friday's the day I sort of like tie up some loose ends. Yes. Answer answer the emails that need to be taken care of before the weekend. And Monday's definitely a I gotta dive back into stuff and get 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 cranking. So Friday already seems another yet another reason why Friday seems like more chill. Like I'm not digging deep into any major projects because I know I'm gonna lose the momentum and have to just I'll I'll hold off till uh till Monday with that one. Uh, you, you don't like start anything big on a Friday, typically. I agree. And conversely, also like for the employer, I would, as a worker, we, we both had like traditional jobs in that sense too, way back. And I think, I think I'm more willing to hit the ground running on a Tuesday because mm-hmm. I feel like I missed work. Even if I like had a great time, I feel like, oh, I'm probably a little bit behind because we didn't have work yesterday. So I better like go in there and be very serious about getting some stuff done Tuesday morning. Um, I don't think it's a soft entry like Monday can be like Monday's kind of like, uh, Hey, how's everybody doing? Yeah. Kind of that catch up thing. And then you start to kind of really grind it like noon. But I think Tuesday you're like nine o'clock. Let's go. Like, let's hit the, let's do it. Let's hit the, get in the paint. You know what I mean? Like deep in the paint, hit the pavement right away at, on a Tuesday. So I say for the employer also, they should prefer a Monday off. Yeah. I also feel like this could just be me. Like, I'm not a, I've never been a, I've got to do something big on the Monday holiday. Like if it's whatever, Labor Day or Memorial Day. I've never been like, we go out voting and we go to barbecue. And it's like, if it's Monday, I'm voting. Voting. (laughs) If it's Monday, I will chill out. So I'll also be more likely to be 
ready on a Tuesday because I just did nothing for a day. And uh, I don't feel like, oh, I never get any time to just hang out and chill. Yeah. So just did it. I just did it. I don't need it now. I've chilled. Now I've got the energy for boating. Oh, dude, I got to go boating, boating. You got your water socks. I put on my water socks and I got all these peel noodles. Yeah, I brought the peel noodles. I brought the peel noodles <laughs> for boating. Let's go boating. Oh, let's go boating. Only if it's Monday. Only yeah, if it's Monday. Only if it's Monday. Yeah. Let's just say I know a lot of people with boats. So that's why oh. I'm very good at what they sound like. Yeah, that's you're really like, you're hitting, boating. You're hitting on the head. <laughs> Turn on the boat propeller. Boating propeller. Boat. <laughs> so, okay. So we're saying our vote is unanimously Monday off. Easy Monday. Easy Monday. I wanna, Easy I'm Monday. curious to hear, uh, No Show Nation, I'm actually curious to hear if anybody out there thinks it's Friday. I, I, I think I'd be pretty hard-pressed to find some Fridayers here. I bet uh, you Tonovitz is a Friday. Oh, God, here we go. Who cares? I bet you Tonovitz but, loves Fridays off. He would. Who cares? I mean, I guess you can, like, get out of Dodge fast, and you're kind of like, let's hit the road. Let's get, like, we drive straight from work on a fr or Thursday, and we, like, we drive somewhere. We have Friday, Saturday, Sunday together, I guess. But you can do that anytime. Who cares? Yeah. I prefer doing things on days when people aren't doing things. So it's like, Same. if it's if it's a Monday when everyone's out boating, then I'm like way more to be home. But if it's like, yeah, you, it's, you, that's when you boat, you boot on a Thursday because no one will boot on a yeah, Thursday. Yeah, because everyone else is like working. <laughs> you got it. Mondays, you baby. Got it. Thank you, Mondays, Doug Evans, baby. for that debatable. That's a great one, yeah. And it's very topical since Labor Day just came and went. So, uh, yeah. Oh, do you miss it? I miss it. Speaking Aww. of, the on Labor Day, we did nothing. Woo! Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. Congratulations, everyone, oh, if you yeah. had that same privilege that we did. Take that. Uh, yeah, it was real cool. Real cool boats. <laughs> Moving on to debatable number two. This one from Kara Pittman in our double C bus episode. Uh, Kara Pittman from C bus, Ohio. If animals could talk, I think you're gonna like this. Oh, here we go. If, if animals could talk, which one is rudest? <laughs> which one's rudest? Yeah, cat hands down of all animals, cat of all no way. animals. Cat. No way. Why? It's because there's that extra edge of like, oh, you're so great. You're so great. Oh, is this your figurine? Kachish. Oh, are you trying to sleep? Pounce on head. They're like, because they have the edge of niceness, the rudeness mm -hmm. is that much more inflamed. Inflamed. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I get it. I get what you're saying. What I don't do know that I agree. What's ruder then? I, I I don't know. I'm ready to parse through the animal kingdom with you because I think that uh, I think the cat. Here's what I think. I think the cat is the sassiest, and I think the cat mm. is like maybe the uh, I don't want to say the bully, but like maybe it's the villain 
of the cat of the kingdom does that make sense like it might be like the good disney villain of like oh what are you doing like it's a good sounds uh, pretty rude for disney it's not necessarily rude though i don't think that ursula of little mermaid is rude i think she's a villain there's a Mm. difference between you know she's not like mean to you she's just what she is and i think that's kind of what cats are i don't know though i don't have the answer Here's where, here's where my brain went right away when I read the question on paper. Uh, I was like, oh, definitely the budgie. And it was a budgie? <laughs> what the budgie? That's oh, like immediately. <laughs> no way. No one would ever say budgie. Not no, even... but here's, here's why. Oh, I man. truly forgot what a budgie looked like. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard the word budgie in my head like someone else said. It's got to be the budgie. And I was like, I don't think that's the right bird. I had a bird in mind, but it doesn't match the picture of what a, a budgie's like the cutest normal, like just a little parakeet, right? It's Basically. like a, I hate to describe it almost because I, I'm curious if people listening are like, what the hell is a budgie? Because <laughs> I, I didn't know what it was. I don't think I knew what it was until... Mm, it was a TV show. It was either, yeah. I think it was like Flight of the Concords or something mentioned a budgie. Oh. And uh, in a song, it was like something about uh, like shedding a tear when your your budgie died or something like that. And I was like, what is a budgie? And uh, Darren Brown, D-E-R-R-E-N, B-R-O-W-N, yeah, uh, hypnotist magician. Uh, so is, fun. Uh, he loves birds and he's got like a, a budgie. Oh, I didn't and, know that. And it's some it's like a it's like a smaller parrot. I, not, I think that it's a, I, what's a parakeet look like? Doesn't it look like a parakeet? Parakeets are like tinier. They're, they're okay. smaller than it. So it's like a budgie is bigger than a robin, but not yeah. much. Probably like See, bigger than a robin and smaller than a pigeon. But I guess I'm just asking about the coloring. Like I when I picture Here's what, here's what I think I'm picturing, okay, everybody? No show, hang with me. I think that, I think that when I picture a budgie, mm-hmm. I just have the, I have the wrong word. Everyone needs to know I know that. And I think I'm thinking of a cockatoo. Yes. Which is like a white, uh, kind of their beak sort of curls under yeah. white and like plumage. Is that yeah. a cockatoo? Yeah, okay, they, they so I, I just confused what they, they what? They make their own mohawk. <laughs> Yeah, that, well, that's kind of cool. Maybe they're the most punk rock of yeah. the animal kingdom. But that's, I can hear their voice being sort of like, mm, and I wonder if that's, uh, yeah, I just wonder if I'm like trying to picture some kind of bird that's like mean. Uh, and I don't, I don't have any reason for this, by the way. I just feel like it's a, it's a general demeanor or look that I have with the cockatoo yeah, in my I'm... head. It's, it's not, it, it's, it, I think it's just sort of like the drawing of one in my head could easily be like a an asshole yeah. does that make sense like it, i i feel like it could be a real jerk um but i don't think i don't think budgies have a rude demeanor but i also don't know their demeanor no they don't i, I i'm saying for the record for the first for i hope the last time budgie was the word that... <laughs> for i hope the last time i'm gonna make you see it again at some point no budgie was the word that came into my head but not the animal i'm thinking of it's uh it's definitely the cockatoo look of like it seems like it's like it seems like it's pampered it seems like it's like just always eating fruit and kind of like judging you with side eye yeah Yeah. i stand by this call i I think it's like 
I don't think it has a mohawk. It goes up in a mohawk, but it has kind of a slick back, which looks a little richy rich for my taste. And you're saying a cockatoo is? Yeah. They're 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 fun though. They're like they danced. Like I've seen a lot of cockatoos like doing the bobbing dance. Like they'll they'll be. No, you're I, right. I'm going. I'm going surely on appearance. Yeah, you're basic. This is all based on looks. This is not a good good way to go. Like you got to okay. look inside. You got to look in their hearts. Well, then you have to look in a cat's heart. I I well I, I've thought of what uh, might be perhaps uh, the a more rude creature. I can't wait. The llama. Oh, yeah. Hey, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Stop the presses. Yeah. Stop the presses. Okay, here's where, we, here's where the llamas are great. Yeah. Llamas. Look cute. Long necks. Funny yeah. faces. Look like a Muppet. Yeah. Kind of look like a marionette Muppet. All of these things I can get behind. Oh, yeah. They, they look also... like one of those like string marionettes you get at a carnival that's like of a, of yeah. a bird. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing neck. it right now. Yeah, they're neck I'm kind doing of it right now. And, I, and that's exciting. I went to an alpaca farm on Martha's Vineyard. Uh, I taught there for a couple summers in a row, and it was the best. They're very close, obviously. Or they, and they would all, like, run up to you, and you were like, this is the greatest. They were very excited about people. But then they just rip spits on you. <laughs> Do some they're sweet rip spit spits. rips. They're just doing some sweet spit rips, and they they don't really care much about the people once they get to them. So that in, in that regard, yeah. like uh, they seem like they're going to be like, Oh, we love humans. And then they kind of run up to you and they're like, what do you have for us? And if you yeah. don't, they're like, screw off. They just rip spits, which is similar to cat energy, but a cat, a cat what might claw you a little. They don't rip a spit at you. <laughs> Like I just saw, I just saw, get this Tara, you'll never believe this. This is something new I've been into. I just saw a TikTok video. Mm. What's that? That's uh, a video service that apparently um, China uses to spy on you if you're of certain ilk. And uh, there is a video of a llama that was just standing in front of a car at one of those like half-ass safaris where it wasn't a safari it was all goats and llamas and stuff but you're like uh-huh. in your car and you can feed feed animals they give you like uh-huh. a, a bucket of animal feed yeah yeah yeah. and this uh-huh. llama wouldn't move <laughs> from in front of the car and they were like it won't move oh i think it's it's trying to help the other ones get fed and the passenger of this car had a bucket of feed and there was a goat at the window and it started feeding the goat. And right before they panned over to the goat to show this, you could see the llama just like working its mouth. Uh-oh. And as soon as that lady gave feed to the goat, the llama moved from around the car and just went, Pah! and there was just brown crap all over this lady's face, <laughs> all <laughs> over it. Like it full blasted her in the face because it didn't get the food. It was like... Oh, you're man. giving that food to the goat. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think about that. Brat, brat, brat. Rip that spit. Spit, that spit, spit. Is there anything more rude than a llama? Can you think of it? No, I think this is a great case for that because I, I, I like I said, you, I think you're off with cats because I think it's too basic. It's like too, too easy an answer. It's too easy because it's, it's so true. It's not true. Yeah. I think they're sassy. 
And I think they occasionally also like want human interaction and love, which I don't mm-hmm. think that llamas want. So mm-hmm. it's like they like llamas are sheerly using you and cats aren't. They they they, they just turn on a dime. They like what would they want when they want it? And I so, think that I think that love elevates their sassiness to rude. No, I disagree. I disagree. I think you've had some lousy cats, is what I think. And I, I think I've had some good cats. You know why I've had some sass- some lousy cats? Because cats are lousy and they're rude. No, there's lots of good cats. You've had good cats uh, that didn't happen to be rude, but you had the lucky ones. All the rest of the cats, rude. Time out. Here's rude. the cats I've had, okay? I had yeah. a cat that was a Siamese cat named Jingles. Here's what this cat did. This cat used to hide under a bed until you'd get close, only for the purpose of scaring you. And then it would jump out and, and like grab your leg and then run away as fast as it could. So it was like basically like pranking you out from under a bed. Not rude. Hilarious. It was really funny. Prank and sassy are totally in the rude family. Like if you were to no! diagram, these circles are very close. Very close. I also had a cat named Niles, which was like maybe one of my favorite pets I've ever, ever, ever known. Who was like the sweetest cat that would like headbutt you at night and like sleep under your chin and like would check on you. He'd like run to the door to greet you and like he was just real cool. And he like he'd also prank. He'd like put his paw over the back of the couch if you're watching a movie and like try to like scare the crap out of you. But it wasn't rude. It was funny. We like would laugh at it. It was funny. Niles. Niles was not a rude cat. Niles what also was the exception to cats. So like not true. True. Not true. Agree to disagree. Agree. Anyway, moving on. Tell me about budgies again. Tell me about budgies. Budgies? I blew it. I blew it on budgies. (laughs) I blew it because I had the wrong bird in my head. I'm not super trained on which bird is which. I definitely think what I was thinking of is a cockatoo. So let's say it's a cockatoo I meant. But I do think you're right. Cockatoos are more fun than I'm thinking about. I'm just thinking of the, the, like, if I had to draw them as a Disney villain, a cockatoo would be an easy sell. Uh, However, um, yeah, I think you're right on the money with llamas because yeah. they're spitting, they're ripping spits everywhere. Ripping they only spits. use people. They don't have any interest in anything besides, you know, just like eating some grain and yeah. getting away and kind of being, and, and not even getting away, but like spitting on you to like be like, get out of here, which yeah. is pretty rough. And, and they probably won't run. They'll spit and be like, I'm staying here. Take that. Yeah. Like they'll rub it in. They're like abusive. <laughs> Yeah, they'll spit in your face. They'll reach up their paw and like smear it into your face. They'll really, literally rub it in. Oh, they really rub it in with those hooves. Oh. They take their hoof, they hoof you in the face, they rip a spit, they, they, they rip, rip, it. rip it in again. Well, we do not agree on cats, but we do both agree on what the most rude animal is. We haven't gone through enough animals, but I think this is fine to like, to navigate, just like kind of let this orbit this llama idea. Yeah. I think there's probably other things that if someone came at us from No Show Nation and was like, what about the hammerhead shark? I, I don't know that I'd know, but I'm willing yeah. to discuss any animal's rudeness with anyone. Yeah, this the, this is like, I feel like our answer is solid. We're also open to uh, talk about other ones. But I feel like llama is definitely, of animals I have experienced or witnessed, pretty rude i'm sure there's like some bird that steals eggs or some like there's like oh okay yeah like blue jays suck yeah, blue jays blue jays suck they like trash other birds eggs and they don't even necessarily eat them they just like dump them on the ground 
additional that's like just that's straight yeah. up murder they're murderers and i bet like eels are little dicks <laughs> why <laughs> what, a, what a open judge why why are eels little dicks i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> are you basing it on looks again because their faces no, are scary no no they electrify stuff they're like crap they like, can't help they, it. like what do you mean they can't help it that's how their body is. That's how their body is. I have knives in the kitchen, but I'm not just running out stabbing everybody. You don't have knives in your hands, though. Good. Edward Scissorhands doesn't want to cut people, but sometimes it happens. Edward Scissorhands is the rudest animal in the animal kingdom. <laughs> Edward's, we're there. We're matched. We found it. Forget about llamas. The rudest animal of all the animals is Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. No longer up for debate or interpretation from anyone else. <laughs> we have settled past that now. Llama, when we were at Llamas, we were open to like talking more. But now that we've discovered it's Edward Scissorhands, oh. we are closed for shop. <laughs> Ta-da! Ta-da! Thanks, everybody. Uh, hey, if you have a debatable <laughs> to submit... Or if you have just some words for Rance and I that you'd like to share about what you think on one of the debatables that have come in, write us at itsnotashow.com. Hey, that website has every uh, episode, I believe 1 through 14, and now 1 through 15, on its website. And you can also listen through several other places where you get your podcasts, like Apple or Stitcher or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, wherever you feel great. Hey, if you're on Apple, we sure would love a five-star review. We'd love to hear from you and see what you think about the pod, because we want to keep going. And now that we have sponsors and listeners and no show nation we feel obligated to keep on debating so thank you for listening so much thank you we'll see you uh hey we're going once a week now from now on that's what our goal is one one episode a week so we'll see you next week hey bye, bye. bye.